Hello and welcome to the Great Galveston Podcast, your one-stop shop for gaming news and reviews. How are you today, Liam? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good too. I almost forgot what I had to do to the in- like for the intro. You went, uh. Yeah, it, it was almost a news intro. <laughs> Even though I, it's been like sooner that I've done a podcast than news, because uh... new- news isn't around at the moment because I'm too busy. It takes like a whole day to make one of those videos, <laughs> and then they're not high enough quality for me to justify doing that anymore. Yeah. I will but, fix it, though. Wait, anyway, we should be leaving our YouTube news to the end of the podcast, Carl. Anyway, welcome to the <laughs> latest episode of the Great Garbison Podcast. Um, I'm Liam, and over there is Garbus. Hey. There he is. And this week... He coaxed me out of my hole so I could talk to you, you people about PAX Prime. And other stuff. Uh, well, mainly other stuff. There's like one or two things from PAX. Yeah, we got. We're talking about PML News' new game, Goddess, which is going to have Steam early access soon. Um, some. Wait, is oh. this not going for a green light? Nope. Bastards. Uh, um, we have some hardware news from Garber. Hey. Um. It's more just me like telling people not to do it. Yeah, and yeah, we we, we also have some Rayman stuff. Well, I have some Rayman stuff. But that's about it for the podcast. Can you think of anything else? I cannot think of anything else. No, we got some small things at the end, but that's about it. Anyway, um, shall we go on to Goddess? Yeah. Are you are you actually saying are you saying Goddess? Goddess. It's it, when you say it, it sounds like you're saying Goddess. It's oh, Goddess. Yeah. I'm not so, uh, yeah. It's so. hard to pronounce with an English. Goddess. Goddess. Well, Peter Mullen use English. So... I know. Uh, even he has problems saying it sometimes. In Goddess. Comedy. There we go. Oh God, that that was a massive waveform on that one. <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> anyway, the Great Garbson podcast, everyone. Anyway, Goddess. Um, the new game. It sounded from... more like Goddess than just saying. <sighs> You've said then. Goddess. The new game from Peter Molyneux. The new game from Peter Molyneux. Um, after he did the Curiosity Project, which I found a load of bull. What's in the cube? It was a YouTube video announcing it Goddess. A really poorly green screened one. Anyway. So if uh, you want to learn how to do poor green screening, there'll be a video up about that in a few days. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. So they now then announced, um, they were doing a Kickstarter Goddess that. It achieved it. Um, I didn't back it because my thing with Peter Molyneux is I have kind of grown up with Peter Molyneux and learnt not to back out everything he says every time because Who, he is known it doesn't for really making matter anyway. No, he's he's known well, this, for making up stuff. I mean, there's no well, there's no point in backing this anyway because you're going to be able to get it on early access in like well, no, it's already it, days. It was backed. It was backed ages ago. This is the past. No, I mean, but, like, there's no point in doing something like that when a game is going to come out so soon. Because, I mean, they pro And this is really stupid. I don't see why he needs to do a Kickstarter. No. I find it kind of bad when a group or an individual does a Kickstarter when they actually have enough money to fund it. Mm. Because, really, they don't need to do a Kickstarter. I think they were just kicking It's up. more because they... It's just... Well, it's mainly... It seems like these the people that would do that are more inclined to risk other people's money than they are their own. Hmm. Which is um, kind of unfair, but I don't think we should get into a whole debate about that because no. it would take the whole podcast again. No, I, I would just like to say that I, I have backed projects like um, the Double Fine one, which I found really interesting, um, Wasteland 2, and I... And the most recent one was the new um, Mega Man clone from the creator yeah. of Mega Man. But Peter fucking hell, Peter Molyneux's a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, Peter Molyneux. So I think, I, even though he fell out with VA, I still think it could have been published, or he could have published it himself. Even though I don't know how much Curiosity made, but I'm sure profit At the end was of the day, made. He probably doesn't that. need funding for this. No. But anyway, I really doubt it. But yeah, so on September the thirteenth, you can get this on early access. Yeah, Steam. I. So just to go over the game, it's it's a it's an evolution of the gold game that he's been making for the past ooh eighteen years, eighteen nineteen years, um, all the way actually longer than that probably from Populous, 
Um, but anyway, I grew up with these um, God, God games that Peter Molyneux made all the way back from the Bulldog days of Theme Park, Theme Hospital, um, Black and White was a big one, um, and then I kind of traded off Peter Molyneux around Fable 1 and stuff. But yeah, having a God game, another God game made of Peter Molyneux is really exciting to me, and the YouTube videos and the interviews I've seen are showing that this could be a really good game. A really, really good game. Not, I know people had problems with, um, Black and White and the other gold games because they had so much hype behind people on you announcing them like, these trees will grow in real time! And you will see your land change with the way you treat them. When, you, in- you, you can actually do his kind of the way he talks quite well. That's surprising. <laughs> but yeah, um, he, he kind of makes false praises about his game and they never happen. Um, this I'm I'm just looking at the video and things for this game mm. that he's put up. This I like the art style and things. This looks quite unique in the mm. way that they've done this. Well, it looks unique in the way that it doesn't look like most modern games. It looks a lot more kind of quaint and simple. Yeah. As far as graphics go, which is nice to see because I mean there's kind of a pitfall that a lot of developers seem to get into nowadays thinking oh yeah, let's make a game about graphics. Yeah. When that um, really isn't that necessary if you're making a game that's actually interesting enough. Yeah. I'm just I'm looking at some of the kind of terraforming and things. Well, the really and... interesting thing about it is it's all multi... Well, it's technically all multiplayer. It's it's a procedurally generated world, the size of Jupiter, he said. Um, for perspective, uh, Minecraft is the size of Neptune, technically. Um, it's not really, but... They say it is. Well, um, you have to actually walk around yeah. that much distance for it to actually render in, and I'm pretty sure it'll probably be the same with God Dust. Yeah, well, everyone that that so the side of size of Jupiter, um, it's all pre- it's all in a server, so everyone has a little plot of land on Jupiter, basically. Oh, okay, so it is literally the size of Jupiter. It's just you're not running that. Yeah. So you will render it in separately. Yeah. And- yeah. And then you you expand out over time when you expand your people and do stuff. Yeah. And over he says over a month you'll meet other people and then you get to choose to join up with them or stay. What, over a month real time or in game? Uh, real time. Oof. Because you get a huge, technically you have a huge plot of land before you meet other people. And then yeah. you can join up with them and merge civilizations with them. He didn't really explain how that will work if there's two people in that land. Um, or you can just stay with yourself and say, no, I don't want anything to do with you, do with you, which I would actually do because I want to play this as a single-player game and not as a big multiplayer game. Well, it's nice to give people the, the like the yeah. ability to do that, but with the way that it sounds like it's going to work, over time it could get harder to do that. Yeah, I, I think probably by the end of it there'll be multiple servers. Um, like there'll be two Jupiters or three Jupiter servers... And or you'll be able to set up your own uh, smaller world in single player, um, but that doesn't really join in with the battle system where you have an RTS type game where you send and pe- you take people from your um, plot of land that you've built up, and then you can fight against another faction. And if you win, you win these kind of trading cards which give you god powers. So one of them is the finger of god, where you just squish buildings. And some is like a big totem where you can collect all your um, sort of um, faith what that the people give to you over time. So um, it starts out like a Farmville game. We have to collect faith individually. And then when you get that card, you can build that totem and it all gets sucked up into that totem. A bit like what happened in Black and White with the um, temple, I think it was, where... Everyone had that faith and he collected it all. And then once you had all that faith, he can actually build and do more stuff. So it is really... T- and it has the mechanics of populace where you can actually terraform the world and uncover, um, like, uh, ex- excavate the world, showing uh, statues and stuff which give you more bonuses. It's it's really interesting. Um, he, he also, some stuff that kind of sounds like Peter Molly... Monu's overarching spiel is where he goes oh yes, if you change the tide then you're changing the world's tides and the weather will affect it and the the weather will change which, uh, yeah that's not 
easy. That's not easy. <laughs> I don't expect that to happen. No. Um, is, is all this footage from a proof of concept, or is this actual footage? Because this, this is actual footage. Is it? Because mm. they did do a load of footage from like this proof of concept thing that they made in like two weeks. It looks no. quite similar, so I wasn't sure. No, it it cause one of the interviews he's actually playing it real time on a Mac, so. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be out for early access on Mac a day after it's a PC. So. Yeah, well, well, I've I watched a development log on one of the on their YouTube channels, and they all seem to be developing on Macs and um, well, more Macs and PC than I saw in the video. So I don't know if they're now more focusing on Mac sort of development or they're just um natively making it for Mac and going on to PC. I don't know. I haven't. Well, it, I this is really weird. I like the way this looks. But even though I know that it doesn't look very good, it's all it looks like a big cake. It's all done in like layers. <laughs> it it, it looks, does, doesn't it? It looks like plasticine. You know, you got yeah. a packet of plasticine. It's all layers like that. Yeah, it looks like e- each layer is just kind of to make a hill. They just add like five layers. It's really weird. You like you'll have to go watch some videos to actually know what we're talking about mm. because this is it's really unique the way that they've yeah. done this. I can't really think of anything that looks the same as this yeah if you're watching the, the if you're watching the video podcast every, all the links will be in the description that we have put on our agenda this is so, this looks really good i'm actually surprised i am i'm looking forward to it coming to early access i'm not really i am taking what he says with a grain of salt because i have played enough peter Unit games to just, know that just a single grain of salt Yes, basically, like the whole black and white thing I once bought into, then I bought the game. I still enjoyed it, but it didn't have half the features he was touting. I would just, um, I would just wait for a few days before you buy it, and then just watch the mm. videos and stuff before... That's, that's the way I usually do things if I'm worried about spending money on something. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it because it's a god game, and I haven't really... There hasn't been any really recent ones in a while, so I will back any god the- game. It's it's just something like after it's just like you can either spend a few days waiting or waste your money potentially. So it's um, just I would I would rather I don't know I would rather give bite the bullet on this one. Really? Mm. Than waiting just like two days. I uh, oh, to play I... to play something in early access. Yeah, but it's been wow. so long since I've played. You know, I Theme Hospital in black and white. I I've sunk so many hours in that, and so far from the gameplay and the stuff I've looked at from interviews and people playing it at PAX, it is looking at the same level as black and white. So I'm willing to put my money down early, as a fan of the old games. God, you are so impatient. I am. You just love to waste money, though, don't you? I, I do. Just let you throw money at people in the street. Take hey, this! Take this, Give this me hobo! Four for it. <laughs> uh, take this, hobo! I'm not a hobo! Take it anyway! Uh. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's... I didn't want to give you money, homeless man, so I got you some caviar! <laughs> I bought Kraken rum. Here you go. <laughs> <gasps> anyway, I um, hair in my mouth. <laughs> I think that's about it. I have to talk about um, Godless. Just it's a god game from Peter Molyneux, so it's bound to be a good quality. Just don't know how good it is just yet. Yeah, it'll be a high quality game, be high fidelity, but yeah, who knows? It'll be it's better... going to change the world of games. It at least be better than Curiosity. Oh which... yeah, well, cor- Curiosity was like. A social experiment which got them quite a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> so, I didn't buy into that one at all. That was Peter Molyneux well, and Peter Molyneux-ish. I would rather just buy a big old roll of bubble wrap and just squeeze that, you know? <laughs> that would be much more satisfying. Yeah. Than Curiosity. But yeah, so so that's that's Goddus. Yeah. I'm pronouncing it weirdly just so it doesn't sound like Goddess. Because, <laughs> I mean... I will not say goddess now. I will um, not fall into the trap that you did. Oh. You big old trapper. Do you want to move on to some hardware news? Okay. So, Intel, who I'm pretty sure like everyone will have heard of. If they haven't, then they're an idiot. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Intel have um, been showing off 
some new features that they have for some, well, I think it's future SSDs, or it might be stuff for the like new firmware for the older SSDs. I think it's new SSDs. But basically, what they're proposing is SSD overclocking, which will definitely be more aimed at enthusiasts, obviously, because something like this, I mean, considering how much faster it'll be, an SSD is than a hard drive. It'll be enthusiasts and impatient teenagers. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Because, I mean, how many impatient te- teenagers can't actually literally just buy an SSD? True. I, I don't know. Maybe you've... May- maybe you're, you, you're illegally buying SSDs from a website and putting it on their <laughs> account. <laughs> but, um, so what this lets you do, I, I'm going to answer a question that some people might ask, like Liam asked. You can't increase capacity with this. That's fucking stupid, Liam. Oh, fuck. Well, I didn't that was know the what first you... thing you asked. I know, I didn't know what you meant by overclocking it, because... Overclocking means that you you increase, like, voltage and frequency and things. Okay. Well, frequency, over... Upping the volts would be overvolting. But it lets you change the frequency of the controller, because, well, every SSD has a controller, like, a lot of them are Sandforce, like, their OCZ ones use their own in-house ones, which I think are Interlinks or something. Um, basically that's like a really, it's like a CPU almost, but kind of on a much more scale. And they also have either RAM or they will use the NAND flash as RAM. So they'll take out of the storage to use as RAM so it can cache things, or it will have separate DDR3 chips. Um, so basically you can change the frequency of the controller and the NAND flash. So you can increase the speed, but what this does is dramatically decrease the stable like the stability of the drive which is and it's it's a big decrease in reality it's as stupid as using like raid 5 or something with like five ssds as far as reliability is concerned because this if it fucks up you lose all of your data that's on that drive Hmm. so it's not a simple case of oh, it's screwed up, I'll just have to take away the overclock and fiddle about with it a bit more, it will be like you've lost your data. Yeah. Uh, so this will be probably more for enthusiasts than anyone. People that actually can afford to do this and people that uh Because within like the overclocking community, there is a lot of kind of benchmarking, almost kind of competitiveness, where people will strive for like 0.1 of a score higher. And this is the sort of thing that people will be using this for, scraping, just to get a tiny little bit ahead. I don't but see the point. F- for the average user, it's pointless, because I insist you're not going to notice something like this. It's like when overclocking a CPU, unless you're using like liquid nitrogen cooling, you're not going to get your overclock high enough to notice it so much that it's worth it as much. Like... Because, I mean, doing things like this will probably... I don't know, because it's being developed in-house by Intel, it probably won't void your warranty on the SSD, but... Don't do it unless you're 100% sure. I just don't see this as a good idea, because, I mean, you're probably not going to damage the SSD, it's just going to lose your data, and Mm. it's just going to be a painful experience. Most people won't notice the difference. I mean, SSDs are bottlenecked anyway by SATA 3, so... I mean, unless you're using this, unless they do, like, PCIe... SSDs, like the OCZ thingies, hmm. I can't remember what they're called, then this will probably not actually make much of a difference at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, the best SSDs are bottlenecked anyway, so... This so just that... seems like an excuse to overclock more. So, was were people craving for this kind of feature? People have been looking for it, yeah, but again, mainly enthusiasts. I don't think this is really intended for anyone other than an enthusiast. Hmm. It's, it, it'll be for the sort of person who is stupid enough to run like SSDs in raid or something. Yeah. So, um, I don't see the point in this. Um, my feelings on this are just don't do it. Um, <laughs> it see. it depends on what you're using it for. If you're using it as just on a test, on like on a test bench where the data on it doesn't really matter, then hmm. whatever. But this is something that's going to be incredibly dangerous for people that are using this in their kind of computer, <laughs> like yeah. computer that they use all the time. Yeah. So teenagers don't use this on your family computer. 
<laughs> How many, like, home computers do you think nowadays have SSDs, Liam? I don't know, but that number's sure to grow over the years, over the few next few years. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, what should we talk about now? I, I don't know. What did you want to talk about? Um, I could talk about a, a little bit about um, Thingy, about Wildstar, and about how it's meant to look like World of Warcraft in space. Titan, basically. Uh, not necessarily. Well, they showed off, um, like, a, a dungeon crawl, and apparently, well, I was listening to an interview about the game, mm. and what was basically said is they're really kind of... They're not focusing on a deep storyline and things like that, and not so much focusing on quests and things, but really putting their effort into endgame, which is a good thing. I think that is more the way it should go. So when you're when you're um, talking about a spaceman MMO, the first thing that comes into mind is Eve. How does this contest with Eve? I don't think it really does. It's it's kind of I didn't really see that. Well, it is similar to World of Warcraft. Well, this is World of Warcraft developers. Well, oh. ex-Blizzard developers, I believe. Oh, okay. You got. I I have not been following this project at all. I've only heard bits and bobs from here and there. But please, I'm intrigued now. You've got me just, intrigued. Just give me a moment. Make sure I'm actually talking, like okay. not out of my ass, because <laughs> okay. that can happen quite easily. But yeah, so this game looks very interesting. Anyway, hmm. I mean, <laughs> you can't really go wrong. Making something like World of Warcraft if you're doing it right and you're not just outrightly mm. copying it. Well, it's not a fantasy setting, so you've got plus one there. Yeah, well, it, I believe it is kind of fantasy, I'm not sure. Oh. It's kind of difficult to tell at the moment because they haven't really done much. Oh my god, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I am talking about the right thing. Okay. Yeah, it, I believe it's ex-Blizzard developers doing this, so... Um. It is people that would make something like yeah. World of Warcraft, but um, what annoys me about the I mean, this, the combat in the game is meant to be really good, and I've seen videos of it and things, but hmm. it's all kind of based on telegraphs, so it's kind of printed on the ground where the enemy's going to attack, and you've got to try and avoid it and things. Right, and so, I hate that sort of combat. I really hate it. It's so the same it's, in Neverwinter. So is it slow-paced in any um, way? I'm not sure. It's Well, the dungeons are meant to be quite a lot longer than people are used to, so when they mm. usually say that, they mean they're going to be a lot longer than World of Warcraft dungeons. Well, I, when that means slow-paced, I mean the actual fights. Is it like a, like an air, like a space um, battle where it's slow and you have to fire your missiles and it's the missiles are pretty slow? And you have oh, to no, wait. no, no. It's not like spaceships and things. Oh. No, it, it's like kind of... Not like in space. It's really hard to explain. Just look up some fucking screenshots. I will. I will. It's okay. what I know. What the name? Oh, this this is what people star. have described it as that have actually played it. Okay. And so it's. I I really like the art style because it's kind of similar to World of Warcraft. <laughs> but yeah, so th I didn't really have much to say. I just wanted to say that they had like shown it off and it's going to be subscription based. I think so. Right. So, any sort of free-to-play model or anything? I don't know, but free-to-play models nowadays are turning. That's one thing, actually. I didn't realize, you know, World of Tanks? Yeah. They have possibly the best free-to-play model I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. You can play the game completely without spending any money. You'll progress as fast as everyone else. You'll still be able to do exactly the same stuff. It's just you won't be able to make yourself look pretty. Uh, okay. It's like as simple as that, and they're doing the same with World of Warplanes. And World of um, Tanks is going is going to be on console as well soon, and it isn't a crappy port. The game is being built from the ground up. Oh, okay. Okay. they're actually building it properly. I thought it was going to be a simple port. I'm just looking at some screenshots here for Wildstar. It's completely different from what I heard and what I'm expecting. Because I was expecting actual spaceship battles, but from the screenshots, it's no, all... It's all, like, ground-based stuff. Well, yeah, planet-based. It, it looks really cool, though, doesn't it? It does. I like I, the art, art style. Um, I think this is... 
I mean, at the moment, you're really looking... F- well, you're looking forward to um, EverQuest next, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. This isn't going to be the same. This is going to be more like... Well, I think it's going to be more like kind of conventional, traditional MMOs. Okay. As far as combat's concerned and things. That kind of turns me off because I'm kind of... Uh, about traditional MMOs, but... I will give this a go if... If we are given a beta key. We probably won't be. Oh. Why would we be? <laughs> because we're the Great Garbison! Oh, I've just seen something worrying at the top of the page, though. What? On the top of their website. ONC Soft? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you got to find a... They would, I don't know. It might not be subscription-based then, because, I mean, Guild Wars. No. Well, Guild, Guild Wars, you buy the box, and then you've got the game for good. Yeah. So maybe um, this isn't... It's just, from, from comments and things I read and stuff like that, it seems like it was going to be... Hmm. But I can't see anything about it. I'm just gonna Google this. You talk about something else. Okay. Um, I as we're doing this, I would like to quickly dive into um, the green light one year green light sale. So it doesn't seem like much being a sale, but what they sneakily said or haven't really um, blurted out is that they have now announced a hundred more titles, software and game based. For, wow, uh, you just glitched out like a bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, for um, it's fine. the um, it's fine now. <laughs> okay, for the um, Steam store. So we have a hundred game, hundred games, uh, well, not hundred games, a few games and a few um, software tools. Uh, I'm just looking down the list list here. We have Escape Escape Goat, which was I remember being a Xbox indie game, which is meant to be very good. Um, so keep your eye on that. Forged Quest, I've heard about. Um, just games you may have heard about from YouTube channels, which are finally coming. Influx, which is one. Um, which was one that was, was in the news because of its open piracy, um, piracy thing. We're saying, I don't care if you, um, pirate this game. Here's a free link to the torrent. Um, can it, uh, C Night Underground. I don't know how. I can't remember how to pronounce that game, but it's a platformer with beautiful art, and the developer has a really good beard. That's all I remember. Um, huh. Anyone who, <laughs> um, I it just looks a really good platformer. It reminds me of another game I played back in the day. I don't know if I still got got it on my um desktop. I can't remember it now, but I don't have it on my desktop, so I can't remember the name. Um. Legends of Lia, which I think was a um, Kickstarter project, which came through. Um, we have some software titles like Multimedia Fusion 2. Um, that's about it. So far, I'm just scrolling down the page, giving some more details about stuff. Um, Rise of Rain. Uh, Road, Rampa- Ra- Road Redemption, sorry. Uh, which has been in the news quite often for many things. Shadow of the Eternals, which I don't know actually passed its Kickstarter, so that's pretty interesting. Um, which is the spiritual success- uh, successor to um is isn't it the GameCube game. I think it's still I can't remember it. Can't, oh, the GameCube horror game. Can't remember it. Um sorry. Uh, I'm really bad with titles today. I uh, I know I I would normally but I remember the main protagonist being a woman and the opening cutscene that's about it. Oh, the don't, impossible... don't even bother talking to me right now. I haven't been listening, so I've been looking up this. Okay, don't worry. I'm just telling it to the people. Uh, the impossible game, uh, Tesla Grad, which is another one I've heard about. Um, and eighteen other pages worth of game titles coming to um, green coming to Steam. So for all those haters out there who were uh, Saying how Greenlight was basically not accept, it was really hard. It was really hard to actually get noticed and stuff. It seems like Valve have finally gone. Okay, we're making the system better. Let's just put a hundred games that people will be asking for out on there, which they've done. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Greenlight now. They say um, that that they are improving Greenlight. Because it is a flawed system, and they are trying to improve it the best they can. Hey, but I just heard, re- I just heard that little bit, and actually made me happy. <laughs> but really, um, I can't I don't, think. Of- I don't. I don't see really what they can do. No, 
well, they've got the, the best be- out of a bad situation, haven't they, really? Yeah. I mean, there probably is stuff that they can do at their end to kind of make games get, like, more easily noticed and stuff, but that's probably the only thing that they could do to make it fairer. Mm. Um, that probably won't work anyway, because people will still be selective about what they do, won't they? Yeah, I think I think if you're complaining about it, then you should be getting other people to vote on Greenlight, because that's the only way games are going to get noticed. Yeah. If, if... Well, I mean, it's not just... Isn't isn't just Valve's job to get people to do it. I mean, they've yeah. given the service. It should be down. Well, I mean, there are a few YouTubers that try and promote it. I mean, well, there are quite a few YouTubers that promote mm. games and things like that, and which is a good thing. And but, I mean, of course, Valve probably could do more to promote it. But at the end of the day, they've actually made that system. They're the ones that have got off their ass and done that. Yeah, you so you don't see this on any like Gamesgate or I. I don't think Origin has anything set up like this. Oh, God, well, it wouldn't work on something like Origin, would it? Because there aren't really enough people that actually use it. No. So, yeah, this is the best system there is. It's also the only system there is. Yeah, essentially, unless you look at things like Jazura, which does work. Well, it's an open system as well. Yeah. Which means you just get a whole load of crap on there as well. Yeah. I I I found out the Wildstar thing. So I will end up here with the green light, and we'll go back to Wildstar. So, um, this is, I thought it was good at first, and then I realized there was a massive flaw in it. Okay. So, basic, so basically, there are two ways of getting, well, it's subscription-based. So you buy the initial game, you get a month free, like you do with World of Warcraft and a lot of other subscription-based MMOs. Yeah. And then you have to pay for 30 days every month, where well, you have to pay each month. Yeah. There are two ways of doing this, though. One of those is just paying on their website, and another one is an in-game item that can be traded in-game for in-game currency. Yeah. But this item is initially bought with real money. So what they're essentially doing, I don't know if they've realized it or not, is giving people a way to buy in-game currency in a subscription-based game. Oh, God. They've given people a way to do that, and I think that is absolutely disgusting. Well, that's going mean, to fuck up the economy if they're going to do well, anything I've always maintained that with... World of Warcraft, I will not play it if something like that did happen, if they started selling gold and things like that. And Blizzard have always said, well, it's not in the spirit of the game. No. And that's true. In an MMO, you shouldn't be able to buy currency and things like that, because it isn't in the spirit of the game, especially considering that this is a subscription-based game. Mm. You can essentially buy money in it. That is, I think it's just cheeky, really. I don't, I don't see why, why you can't just buy like 100 minutes worth of time and why why is it limited to a month they probably wouldn't make enough money off that because i mean 8.99 a month when Mm. you think about it it really isn't much per day is it no it really isn't that much or per hour or whatever so i I was thinking it was going to be 14 quid a month like some subscription-based games are, but no, that actually is kind of reasonable. It, it's it's like the same price as World of Warcraft. I think it's a tiny bit more expensive than buying it online, but mm. yeah. But yeah, that's that's actually good. Good. It's it's a reasonable price for, for a yeah. thing. I don't know how much um, Elder Scrolls Online is going to cost. Uh, fourteen ninety nine. Oh, is that what you were referring to? Mm. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to do so well. Although they probably will, actually. They'll do well for, like, the first few months, because, like, all of the Elder Scrolls fanboys that aren't really understanding of MMOs and things will be like, Oh my god, I can play it with my friends now! Oh, I don't have to pay each month, but that's all right! And then they'll play it and realize that it's terrible. It's going to be the same what happened with um, Star Wars. Star Wars Rift. Mm. Um... There are a lot of games, Aeon, or however you pronounce it, I don't know how to pronounce that. That, I just see, Aeon is one of those big marketing things where you see on every website you go on most most of the time. And it's a shame, because it's actually a really fun game, but no one plays it anymore. Uh, Yeah, there's probably like this really hardcore, small There there is a community, but it, it isn't like a big community. Uh, as long as the developers are happy and they're making money off it, I don't think they would really care. In no. fact, they're probably happy because they're actually getting more well, good actually, community members. Last year in Germany, at Gamescom, there was like because they were actually no, that's a rift. I was, yeah, I'm I'm just going off my rocker now. Okay. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Um, so is that it from Wildstar? Uh, yeah. So, okay. if that's how it works, then screw them, I will poo on their chest. Um, I have nothing really to say. I, I do want to go on to uh, talk about Rayman, but I would like to talk about one thing that came up a few days ago, well, earlier last week, was on the Left 4 Dead blog, they are doing more... St- they are talking about the development of the actual game. So if you were ever interested in developing for games, um, let the Left 4 Dead, the Valve crew have made a big blog post about the concept design of the characters, early concepts of the game, a change log from when it was really in early alpha back in 2005. Um, just... Just things that some people find really interesting if you're into um, game development. So I won't really brag on here, but I would like to add that melee weapons were in Left 4 Dead 1 for, at some point. But please, please, if if you want to be a developer in future, don't don't take on Valve's work ethic. No, <laughs> you won't make any money. Even you, even you, who has just got, like, your finger up Gabe Newell's ass, is just like, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't don't pick up Valve time. Um, the only reason it works is because Gabe Newell used to work for Microsoft and made two tons of money. Well, he's like a freaking billionaire, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, he was that's... a billionaire before Valve even started, so... Well, yeah, well, that's how he started, wasn't he? Yeah. He's like, money! I'm bored of Microsoft, I'm moving on. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored of the salad bar. Let's go to the meat fest. Oh, but yeah, it's just this an- podcast has gone so much downhill. <laughs> <sighs> oh god. But anyway, if you're interested in game design, I would recommend reading the blog. Um, but yeah, I I'm done with my stuff. Do you have anything to say before we move on to Rayman? I am literally thinking. I, I am literally okay. thinking about things. Don't don't talk about it yet. Give me time to think about things. The cogs are turning. That's 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 the cogs. Are you done yet? No, I haven't actually been thinking at all. <laughs> I'm moving to Rayman. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Um, so, Rayman Legends released last week for us in the UK. I don't know about the rest of the world. Could have done your research, Liam. Well, I'm sorry, I've been too busy playing Rayman. You sloppy turd. So, Rayman Legends is the sequel to Rayman Origins, um, which is the sequel to the original Rayman, um, which spawned Rayman 2 and 3, um, and also Raving Rabbits, which we don't like to talk about. So, Legends came out, and it's really, really fun. If you enjoyed... Origins in the slightest, you will really enjoy um, Legends. It is it is not as nostalgic as the original Rayman Origins, which actually had say, the same character designs as the one from the first game, so like the Hunters, and... Well, there are some little Easter eggs, like the bullets that the um, gunman used to fire at the first stage area. They're in the game. They aren't fired up the Hunter, so... So that is a bit upsetting, but still, it is still really fun, and a fast-paced platformer that is fun, um, keeps going for well over five hours, um, has loads of replayability, and actually could go on for a long time because of a challenge mode, which is something that when you connect to the Ubisoft servers, you will download a whole bunch of content, daily content, or weekly content, which you can then go up against other players to win lums, which are money in Rayman world, in Rayman's world, um, which go on to unlock character skins, and I don't think you can buy lucky tickets which unlock the original Rayman Origins levels in Rayman Legends. So, just two done of stuff in the game. Um, there is, um, that there is a swamp level, a Mexican paradise level, um, a land of the living dead level, um, just a load of about four main chapters and then one special chapter when you've unlocked everything else. When you've um, collected enough um, of the caged beasts. I can't remember the names right now. 
But when you collect them, um, a lot like 400 you need to collect, you unlock this final stage, which I haven't got to yet, so I can't talk about it. Um, but I'm guessing it's like the original Rayman and so on, where it's just this one extra level. So yeah, I I would give this a really high thumbs up. You should get it immediately. It's worth £20. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, go get it, garbage, so we can play multiplayer. I probably won't. Ah. Oh. I found I found something that's actually quite hilarious. What is it? Um, Star Citizen released some information, well, the development team released some information about the predicted system requirements for this game. Is Star Citizen uh, the Kickstarter game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And this is hilarious. Like the is predicted that high or low? You'll find out. You, this will make you laugh. This is okay. like kind of crisis level shiz. Okay. okay. Not like Crisis 3. Like Crisis wanted to, it's just like. <laughs> okay, so the predictor requirements. So there's minimum and predictor. The predictor ones yeah. are a Core i five twenty five hundred s two point seven gigahertz. That's a quad core processor, a second generation i five. Okay. A, a GeForce GTX six eighty. Gee. <laughs> so according to this, neither of our computers can run this, Liam. Nope, not already. even my new laptop I bought bought last RAM. Week. RAM, 12 yep. gigabytes. Jesus! This is going to be fucking amazing. Je- Essentially, they're saying game like comp- normal computers won't be able to run this for like two years. Yeah. Probably even longer. Well, some, like, the laptop I bought, which has 8 gigabytes of RAM, can't, probably can't run this. So... We'll, 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 I mean, I've got the latest fucking NVIDIA graphics card. Not the best, the latest. My computer won't be able to run that. <laughs> well, it will be able to run it, but not in higher settings. That's essentially what they're saying. It yeah. will be kind of higher settings. You'll need, like, a freaking workstation to do this. Hmm. Which is um, hilarious. I find it you, amazing. And how long ago did you upgrade? Like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so... Um, only the... Fuck you, bitch. My desktop performed better than your laptop. <laughs> only the <laughs> most... <laughs> But at least I can take marital lessons. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll just use, Razor, I'll, I'll just use NVIDIA Grid when it, when it happens eventually to stream my work. That's not even how it's going to work at all. What am I on about? <laughs> but anyway, only if you're the richest, most spoiltest sprite in the world can run this game. Or, or like someone with like an actual enthusiast. Yeah, because in reality, three like, because I mean, for someone who's actually probably into computers, that mm. is like a computer. So it's yeah. it's simply the cost limitation for most people. Yeah, most people can't afford like a seven hundred quid graphics card. <laughs> I mean, that's like the most ridiculous part of it—the graphics card. Yeah, a fucking six eighty. I guess if I guess. AMD people, people who are kind of like all in that corner, are probably. I did a really, really weird hand gesture then, like ushering people away. It's like, <laughs> get out of my way, fucking yeah, AMD. Am, go, you're old that's, now. That, that's, that's, that's why I can't have an Xbox One or a PS4 because I because I just I just don't trust AMD. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the delivery man, brings your Xbox One. Get out of here, AMD. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to sign for this. Go away. I'm going to have a Steam box. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I can't even what I'm saying now. So uh, yeah, oh yeah, AMD people will get this better because it's cheaper to buy those. Like the requirements for that, the components are cheaper. So there just, you go, people who enjoy like lower quality. Come on, I really shouldn't say that because I mean that is very debatable. <laughs> Oh, we can debate about it the whole fucking hour. What's the point of us de- like debating about it though? Because we both agree. Yeah. My first ever processor was a fucking AMD Turion, and I'm never gonna have AMD because that thing was a single core piece of turd that I. It's in my room. It's in this room with me somewhere, and I don't know where. <laughs> it's hiding under the bed. It's your boogie man. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. Just when I've warmed up a bit. Well, I know. Well, I know it's inside a laptop. But I don't know where the laptop is. <laughs> See, that's what happens. That's what happens when you're surrounded by so much fucking computer shit, like I am at the moment. You lose a laptop. 
<laughs> you're probably... a university student, everyone. You just <laughs> lose crap. Oh. I lost one whole laptop today. <laughs> God damn it. It's okay. It's only a one core AMD. <laughs> I, I, just... I think it's See... got like half a gig of RAM as well. That thing is old. Cost me I... 300 quid new. Bitch. <laughs> Could run World of Warcraft off an external hard drive. I mean, that just shows that shows how adaptable that game is. At like 30 FPS as well. <sighs> Those were the days. The days where I used to, I used to have my computer on like a life support system because I just couldn't afford to get a new one. So I had it like the screen, the inverter fucked in the screen, so the screen always flickered, and the backlight, the basically the backlight was broken. Yeah. And I had to have it always on a cooling tray because it would... I cleaned out the fan, like, twice, but it would still get really hot. Mm. So I had to have it on a cooling tray to stop it overheating after ten minutes. I'd have an external hard drive because I... While the Warcraft was too big to fit on the hard drive, so every time I started the computer, it couldn't make a restore point. (laughs) So I basically just went to, like, default Vista. Shit. The only thing I could do was play World of Warcraft. Like... (laughs) It, oh my god. So I had to move that onto an external hard drive. <laughs> oh, that little thing. Oh, that, that reminds me of my old computer. That thing was on my support. Oh, you had to open it up. Open up. Yeah, basically. And that's just before I got this big behemoth. Which is almost on life support too. Yeah, well, to be fair, after four years... Yeah, it's, it's of, in the waiting room. ...of being room. treated like a piece of shit. <laughs> it has, I have stubbed my toe so many times on it. <laughs> so, you, so you boot it, you don't clean it. Um, well, it more makes my big toe bleed, and then I have... I have if to... you smoked, you'd probably blow smoke into it. I'm not... I do not do that, Gar, but we know someone who does, but I don't. Well, did. And, mean... and it wasn't tobacco. Oh yeah, I'm oh, not talking about me. I was talking. I know who you're talking I do, about. I I I don't do that inside, Liam. I don't smoke inside. No, I was talking about James. But if you're talking about him, okay. oh James. <laughs> oh okay. I was, I was talking about Luke. I know. I know you were talking about Luke. <laughs> who cares? You don't even listen to this. No. I just don't think you can stand your voice. Well, uh... anyway, so I mean, Liam probably still wants to talk about Rayman, so I won't stop him. No, I finished Rayman. Oh, was I just not listening? Yeah, you just weren't listening. I think, I, was prob- I think I was probably actually looking up other stuff then. <laughs> I must oh. have been, of course. <laughs> this, this is what happened in the early days of the podcast. You would just wander off on your own. <laughs> yeah. They're, you know the um, Vertrix Omni thing for the Oculus Rift? Hmm. That's like man- what meant to have made loads of progress now or something. Okay. It's going gonna, gonna to cost like $500. I don't care about the Oculus Rift. It's just gonna be one. Everyone's making it. It seems like it's on the way to be the next who we are, which everyone had a really big hype about, and then it just disappeared. Yeah, but it... the difference was the Ouya like didn't really exist at that point when the hype was there. Mm. The hype started to die away with the Ouya when development kits were sent out. Development kits have been around for ages for the Oculus Rift. Yeah, and, like, could... everyone that uses it is being used but by it... loads of people. Oh, yeah. People, like, kind of critics that are usually, like, I'm gonna kill you because you made something that I don't like, are like, oh my god, I want this, I need it, and I really like its main. Wow, Marcus Spears really cheered up. I w- what? After he, um, told, after the old Phil Fish, he now played an Oculus Rift, now he loves it. Oh. Is that true, or are you just assuming? That... I don't even know. I don't even fucking follow. I, I was actually more referring to Total Biscuit, oh. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't really actually like threaten to kill people. In fact, he's quite level-headed as as long as there's an FOV slider. Yeah. But yeah, so Pax Prime, everyone. It's not over yet, but there won't yeah. be much news because there never is. The only I I've been disappointed by the coverage I've been getting because most of it has been fucking Pokemon and Nintendo stuff. Yeah, I, I mean. Fucking 2DS. Uh, I'm not even... I, I, I said before we did this, I'm not going on to the 2DS. Can we just end this podcast now before we go on to it? No, uh, don't worry, we won't go on to that creepy little tablet. Okay. It's got two different size screens. 
So did the DS. Yeah, but they weren't in line. <laughs> they weren't on the same thing. It wasn't flat, so you didn't notice. Carry, carry on the... Uh, I'm podcast. shaking with fury at something I don't even care about. This has been the Great Gobson podcast. Um, no, that's my line. Well, I've got to talk about news about what's happening on the YouTube side. Oh, yeah, Liam's, like, stopping doing Unity because he's lazy. Well, I, I have postponed the um, 2D tutorials on Unity because of the um, 4.2 update, which is going to add native support to Unity. So that will continue. I'm just waiting for the new update to um, Unity, so it will be more relevant to people who are actually making a 2D game. Why don't you take, like, the first one down, then? I don't, because, I'm gonna, because it's going to cover the same basic stuff. Oh, back Camera there. and stuff. Back Hello. Also, I spent so much fucking time on, on that that I don't want to take it down. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so, Galbert, do you have any news on your side of the YouTubers? Well, I've got two things that I'm working on now. Mm. One of them is to do with Adobe After Effects and Premiere Pro. Oh. And the other one... I, I can't remember what it was. I can't actually remember what I was doing. Wait a minute, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, it's After Effects. But they're both incredibly boring unless it's something that you actually need to be able to do. Alright. So, so, yeah. That has... It, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. It, it is... <laughs> I'm gonna make the twi- the Twitter, the Tumblr thing proper soon so that we will have a blog. Woo woo. And then I can finally post some editorials. You lazy bastard. <laughs> one's already written and it's pretty irrelevant now. I've got one written in note form because it was going to be used for a video, but then I was just like, I really, really can't be bothered to play any more fucking Neverwinter. I don't have the voice for editorials, I found out. Uh, After writing my script, I found out my voice doesn't really isn't really a present, presenter's voice. My points can't really be... I haven't got the acting... I haven't got the acting talent! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't even care about that. I'm just like, you listen, you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just talk all slow and smooth and make myself sound like an idiot. It always sounds better in your own head, doesn't it? It does. That's the depressing thing. I mean, I know I sound like a turkey lurky. <laughs> but in my head, I just... I, I, yeah. In I my sound head, like, I, I I sound like, like George Decay in my own head. <laughs> anyway, wrap up. Wrap up, Garbo. <gasps> Winter wrap. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, like all of my kind of tutorials now are going to involve ponies in some way. So whatever. <gasps> wrap up. <laughs> I'm just making this so you've got to upload something that's longer. It's 53 minutes, Garbo. I think it's, it's almost it's almost 54. Okay, so if you've got any questions, you can email us at greggarbson@gmail.com. If you want to check out our YouTube channel, go to youtubecom forward slash greggarbson. That's about it. Goodbye. Bye-bye.